All right, everyone, I think we can get started. Um, thanks again for tuning in to this week's edition of the Fiat DAO AMA series. Uh, for those who are, are new, um, we have been doing a series since the end of November, interviewing founders from DeFi protocols uh, specializing in fixed income uh, assets, uh, which are going to be the base collateral uh, for the Fiat protocol when we launch uh, soon trademarked. <laughs> um, and so tonight we're talking with Gaspard from the AP Wine team. Um, and again, I'd like to introduce uh, Gaspard and thank him for joining us. Hey, thank you very much. Of course. Gaspard, it would be great to hear more about um, your personal background and, and what capacity you're kind of involved with uh, at AP Wine. Yeah, definitely. Um, so to start with my background, um, I studied computer science in Switzerland at DPFL for a few years and I've been involved with um, Ethereum, blockchain technologies, cryptocurrencies for a while now. Um, I'm currently the CEO and protocol lead of APY, um, where we uh, create a layer of derivatives for um, yield, DeFi yield. And when did you first get started with AP1? So um, AP1, the, the idea was born at the end of the DeFi summer 2020. So it was uh, in August, late August. Um, um, I was very much following everything that was going on in DeFi uh, um, with uh, Antoine, Ulysse, uh, and uh, Jean as well, my co-founders. And um, yeah, so basically we were a user, DeFi user ourselves and... and we were thinking that there was a big uh, element that was missing in the space, uh, like a whole market that where no one would be able to, to speculate, which was the, the evolution of the interest rate. Uh, DeFi summer was very um, very much defined by the volatility of all those, those rewards, those uh, APIs going to, to thousands of percent uh, and then down the next day very much. Um, basically, people were speculating on them by switching their liquidity provider position from one protocol to another. Um, but there was no level of uh, no layer of uh, speculation or just no no, no tool, no, no derivatives to be able to to play with that. And so the idea came of APYN as a mean to be able to um, interact and play with the yield directly. And so that's that's the way that uh, APYN is built. Um, we we started with that DeFi primitive of uh, yield tokenization, producing tokenizing an interest-bearing asset into two parts, one being the principal representing the underlying value of a deposit, and the other part being the future yield tokens representing the the yield that will be generated by this principal during a fixed amount of time. And. And for the, the fixed income perspective, um, it, it's those principal tokens that offer offer users the fixed uh, return, right? I mean, you have two two ways of producing fixed income with APY. One way would be to tokenize your uh, liquidity provision position. So, for example, your interest-bearing tokens into principal and in, in, in yield tokens, and then you would be able to sell your yield token at a market price, so at a fixed price. Hence, uh, earning a fixed uh, income in advance on your interest-bearing tokens. On the other side, you can also um, buy discounted principal tokens that would then 
um, basically secure uh, a fixed uh, fixed rate position uh, for a definite amount of time. Uh, if you if you buy um, yeah, just like the the the, the market's uh, APR that is uh, can be derived derived from the the discount of that asset. And so, if you buy those discounted asset, then you, you basically have a secure position and a secure uh, interest uh, guaranteed by by that uh, that rate. Uh, because uh, uh, principal token will always give you the right to redeem one underlying token at the expiration of the period. So, yeah then that's another way of producing a fixed income. Understood. Um, and yeah, what, what I find really cool about AP Wine is that um, the yield uh, the yield generating or the, the interest-bearing assets uh, that, that you support actually kind of derive their yield from quite a few different ways, right? Um, I, I see on your UI, you have, you know, wrapped ETH, uh, staked Aave in a Paladin pool, stake DAO, which is, you know, presumably doing yield farming strategies. Um, and so I, I think it's really cool that, you know, it really exemplifies where, where yield comes from, you know, and all the different ways we, we do get yield um, in DeFi. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's that's one key point of APY is we, we build the architecture of the protocol so that it's very modular, modular, uh, modular and um, it's, very, it's very easy to integrate any kind of yield-bearing assets, any kind of interest-bearing tokens. And um, so that made sense for us to offer pools of uh, like a different variety of uh, interest-bearing tokens, whether they are, um, for example, uh, as you said, uh, ETH, uh, liquid staking of ETH through Lido, or uh, stake DAO strategies, or uh, stable coins on, on uh, lending uh, protocols, like all those different types of asset that would make sense as a DeFi user to be able to either uh, fix uh, or like uh, edge their risk, their, liquid, their liquidity provider risk uh, with a fixed income or um, actually be more exposed to the volatility or to the yield directly uh, through those future yield tokens. Mm -hmm. And you, you mentioned kind of the importance of, of secondary liquidity for these you know, principal tokens and yield tokens for um, users to be able to speculate or, or not speculate. Um, on the underlying, um, how, how does AP1 provision that secondary liquidity or at least, you know, set that up for, for users? Yeah, definitely. So um, one key aspect uh, during the, the design of the protocol was making it very much integrable in the whole DeFi space because um, we wanted to bring that new DeFi primitive as a building block and something that can be used in other protocols and integrated. And so, for example, um, uh, the, the, the PT and DeFi T are ESA20, and so they can be traded everywhere. Of course, we offer a dedicated AMM that is designed to be very much efficient to trade those assets and to, to provide liquidity for those assets. But those assets can be used everywhere, and then there are a variety of strategies or things that you can do with them. Uh, for example, you would be eventually able to borrow against uh, a principal token or uh, using a future yield as a collateral, that kind of thing. And so that's a key element of the, the growth of the project for us is to um, build strategic partnership with, with other DeFi protocols so that we can um, increase the utility of the tokenized asset and those derivatives, and, uh, those AP1 derivatives. Definitely. Um, and 
kind of with this functionality you've built out with AP1, um, obviously you're on Ethereum mainnet, but have you also expanded uh, cross-chain at all? Yeah, right. So um, since day one, we launched on both um, mainnet and Polygon, and it has been um, always the, the 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 vision and the idea to to follow the market demand and, and the community demand for uh, yield derivatives. So as we've seen in the last year and the last months, um, we've seen a lot of protocols expanding to to other chain, also side chains, and API will definitely follow that. Uh, uh, step by step, uh, produ- producing the yield derivatives on on most of the chains. Um, that's definitely in the roadmap, and um, yeah, maybe all that I can say now. <laughs> Understood. Um, for for what is public, right? With with your Polygon implementation, um, do you see kind of different trends in how users, uh, you know, use AP One on Ethereum versus Polygon, or is it? kind of the same uh, across both chains? Uh, completely. So um, we're still in, we, we launched the, the V1 at uh, like late December of last year. So we're still in the in phase of bootstrapping for the liquidity and the governance. Um, that being said, um, we definitely have user of uh, different uh, categories, whether they are interacting on mainnet or polygon. And of course, uh, for all the, the issue is... Uh, gas fees and and the basically by trading a yield um you have to to have in, 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 in um enough volume and liquidity on mainnet if you want to for it to be worth it um because of gas prices and that kind of thing that is actually very common to all uh, protocols that are building uh on, on mainnet so uh, we definitely have different types of user we definitely have more transactions on, on polygon for now and um, but we would expect that uh, as liquidity grows, uh, we have um, just different types of actors, but um, both chains basically would be um, as much usable, but just for different types of uh, just different profile of, of users. Definitely agree with you on that one. Um, in in our past experience with Barnbridge, it was you know, really, really evident how the gas fees of mainnet really eat into any interest bearing activity a user's trying to do. And so um, it makes total sense that um, Polygon and wherever you may branch to next, right, are, are appealing to uh, a, a wider swath uh, of users as a result. It makes, makes these kind of decisions a bit more straightforward, right? You don't have to subtract the multi-hundred dollar deposit and, and things like that um, from, from your calculations. No. Um, shifting the conversation a bit. Um, so AP Wine does have an associated governance token, APW. And I think you guys made a, a lot of news a couple months ago when, when you participated successfully uh, in, in Tokamak's uh, kind of core two event. Um, I think it would be great to kind of get like a walkthrough of, you know, what that event even was and how uh, your team kind of managed to really come to the front of the pack uh, in that competition. Yeah, so that was definitely a very interesting event for us, Uh, I would say, um, personally and and for the project as well. Um, So just to to give a little bit of context, so uh, the Tokemak Core 2 event was uh, basically a listing event where uh, the next uh, Tokemak reactor were voted on. And um, AP Wine was on the uh, 
candidate list for, for a reactor. A reactor gives you access to basically uh, a way of redirecting liquidity for this uh, decentralized market maker that is Tokemak. Um, and so uh, the market making side for AP1 is definitely a very important aspect as we're building a complex and new market. Um, so we were uh, uh, in the battle for, for, for those, uh, uh, those seats, so only five pools were voted on, where, I mean, only five pools were to be um, validated, basically. And um, I mean, we, we were not the, the biggest protocol uh, in terms of um, just, uh, I would say, uh, history and, and, and uh, like the, the size of the protocol was actually pretty small compared to the other competitors. And it was very interesting because it was also... Um, the time where we saw the, the first uh, bribe competition. Um, so basically, uh, protocol, including ourselves, were bribing voters to to, base, to vote for, 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 for us to be listed in Tokimak. And that was quite an interesting experience, uh, quite a dynamic race as well. Uh, to be fair, we, we managed to get in uh, a bit last minute. Uh, that was very intense, very intense last few days and, and uh, lots of... Uh, uh, negotiation, things happening in the behind the curtains, and basically, uh, you know, like a, a little bit of DeFi politics happening there as well. So that was very, very interesting. That's super cool, and I, I think um, kind of all the the curve war narrative stuff that that happened after that, you know, like uh, I guess the month or two following that, really solidifies that this is kind of the new the new battlefield <laughs> for DeFi, right? Like, I think this is just going to become the case uh, more and more often. Um, and I, I would say you you yourselves have kind of taken uh, this approach now with the, the wine listing program uh, that, that you recently un unveiled. W would that be correct or? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, we, Tokemak was definitely an inspiration for that uh, uh, pool creation event. Uh, we thought it was a great opportunity for the governance participant to express their uh, their will and demand for different products to be listed on AP1. And uh, as much as we are uh, going towards a permissionless approach, um, that was a great way for, for them to, to, to be able to compete and actually for protocol to engage uh, cross-project communication, and that's something that we really enjoyed in the uh, Tokemak list uh, core event. Um, it's, it's project making a case for themselves, explaining to, to the Tokemak community why having a reactor would be very beneficial for both of the protocol. And those kind of cross-project interaction, uh, in our opinion, makes a lot of sense for, for DeFi protocols as we're all building uh, those DeFi Legos. And... Um, we've been quite satisfied about the, the wellnessing event for now, um, even though we're uh, trying to, to improve it at each round. So basically, we have a 90 days duration for periods, and each 30 days, there is a new wave of, of uh, listing events. Uh, that being said, um, this is going to evolve progressively um, as more things will need to be voted on um, for, for those, uh, those uh, pools. So basically, we announced that we will be doing uh, uh, Gauge like uh, like Curve is doing. Uh, but not only that, so basically core room for relisting and just uh, various and, and lots of things for, 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 for those uh, pool creation events. Um, we are uh, incentivizing other projects to uh, root for their pool and, and basically uh, maybe provide additional incentives or uh, liquidity directly to 
to when when the pool is being created. Uh, so all of the thing is really quite beneficial for for both of the protocols and uh, for us made made a, a lot of sense. Definitely, and I'll say you, it strikes me that you were definitely early uh, to the kind of vote escrow gauge model. You know, um, I think you formally introduced it back in in May of last year, right? Whereas I think just now a lot of projects are really coming to terms with you know the, the quality of of the model. Yeah, absolutely. So. Um... We had uh, some help designing our token economics with people actually quite cur- quite uh, close to 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 the curve um, to the curve project and to the curve protocol. And so um, for us, it made it made a lot of sense to adapt a similar approach, even though we have uh, some uh, um, some similar similarities and some uh, difference as well. Uh, we thought it was a great way of having an active participation in the governance. Um, and uh, a voting power uh, that, that is linked to, to a stake directly uh, through, through that logging mechanism. And I've been quite uh, interested by all the, the dynamics behind the curve wars that we're uh, seeing uh, at the moment. And I think we have a lot of things to, um, to build and, and take advantage of uh, regarding the, the APYN token economics on that point. Um, but yeah, yeah, that that that's a VE token um, model was definitely part of the token economics when we released them uh, back in early of uh, early last of last year. Awesome. Well, thanks for giving the overview of of AP One and the APW token. Um, do you have any uh, alpha you'd like to leak <laughs> about what you guys are working on uh, over you know the next? couple months or any goals for 2022 in particular um sure <laughs> yes i mean um 2022 lots of thing uh i would say even 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 sooner uh we've been iterating a lot uh with the community and uh working on a lot of improvement on the side mostly i would say in the ux for for what is coming in the next few days and weeks so just making the liquidity provision way easier and Basically, we're a low-level protocol, and the first interface that we release uh, followed that approach with a quite complex uh, user interaction flow. And we've been iterating a lot on that so that uh, we will uh, um, provide the user with uh, strategies directly available through our interface and app. And yeah, I'm very, very, very excited about that. Uh, we've already talked about Gauge and, and all the, the evolution um, of the governance in the token economics that we are currently bootstrapping um, as we speak. Um, so that's very, a very key point for us. And then just for 2022 in general, um, we've uh, presented ourselves as a layer for defined derivatives. And uh, I would just say that uh, future yield and yield tokenization was just, I mean, is a very important, but a first point of, of that aspect. And We've been working on other uh, tools, financial tools that we have, we will be very excited to to release for the community and um, for other protocols to be able to build on top of them as well. Very cool. Um, 
If anyone else in the audience has questions they want to pose, I'd be happy to extend speaking privileges. So if, if anyone has further questions, uh, go ahead and raise your hand um, and I'll bring you on up. All right, looks like I did a decent job of <laughs> asking what was on everyone's mind. Um, so with that said, uh, Gaspard, usually I end these conversations uh, with just a, a personal view on A, what surprised you the most about DeFi in 2021, and B, what, what excites you the most outside of AP Wine uh, for DeFi in 2022? Yeah, so um, what surprised me the most in 2021, well, it's always surprising when you see all these those new things coming up every, every week. It's, we've been, we are very lucky to, to work in, in a space where innovations happen every day. And there are so many, so many products, so many aspects that are uh, where we see a lot of evolution, whether it is governance that, that really took a turn, I would say, the, the last two years in terms of uh, yeah, just decentralized governance. Uh, now we're seeing wars, politics, uh, in those token economics. So that's something that I really like to 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 think about. And um, that really is quite impressive. We've seen a lot of uh, liquidity growth, lots of volume. Uh, we've seen institutions coming to, to, to us as well and us coming to them. Um, I think that's something that I'm excited about as well in 2022 is just DeFi being more accessible, more usable in terms of uh, tools and, and, and products. Um, layers are being built on top of the, the, the first layer of uh, protocols and just more and more complex tools. We see the DeFi community um, not necessarily educated uh, with, with a financial approach, just being able to interact with quite uh, complex tools and protocols being able to make them available for, for the masses and I mean define masses <laughs> um, and yeah I'm, I'm just very excited about that um, just very I feel very lucky to be able to to, to work in, in that environment and uh, I look forward to see more product more protocols to be to, to be live and just more synergies being built between them uh, building powerful tools and and very um, much uh, profitable and usable ones as well for the users. So empowering them uh, using and leveraging all those uh, new technologies. Definitely agree. It feels like um, we're hitting an exit velocity, right? Where there's so many projects innovating and now there's also so many projects innovating on top of each other and it just becomes kind of uh, an exponential function <laughs> um, of people uh, of building just in terms of, you know, uh, actual people in the space, but also the the the, um, the size of everything that's going on, right? You start changing millions for billions, and and so on. So it's all very exciting. Uh, Absolutely, to see it mature. Yeah. Well, awesome, Gaspar. Uh, thanks so much for for joining us tonight, and thanks everyone for listening in. Again, this was uh, a Fiat DAO AMA series event. Uh, we are a protocol that is building on top of uh, fixed income asset issuing protocols like AP Wine um, and working to improve capital efficiency uh, on that front with our Fiat ERC20 token. Um, can happily report that our initial audit has come back uh, clean 
and that we're aiming for a, a V1 launch uh, in the coming weeks. Um, so thanks again for joining us tonight uh, and keep an eye out for uh, future episodes um, as we up, keep, keep the schedule updated uh, over on our Discord. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Good luck reserving.